Hello and welcome to the American Society of Regional Anesthesia, Regional Anesthesia and Pain Podcast, Azra Wrap. We're here live at the Azra Fall 23 meeting in New Orleans. I think you can hear behind me the jazz band playing. We've got the second line just came right through the exhibit hall and the exhibit hall is open today. We're having an amazing meeting so far. Lots more tomorrow. We're gonna to try to talk over the jazz band, but I've got uh, Gary, Jarna, and Ryan here with me. And we're gonna talk a little bit about the meeting. We've just got a taste of it today. And I wanna hear a little bit about your thoughts, what's been going on. This meeting is focused on chronic pain, but we've done some special things with the meeting. It's run by Alexios Karinopoulos. He's the program chair and he's a PM&R specialist. So he's brought a lot of interesting perspectives to the conversations of pain management. You want to talk a little bit about that, Gary? So I think the meeting has been great so far. Obviously, uh, as has always been all encompassing of regional anesthesiologists and interventional pain physicians, but this meeting we have more physiatry doctors, ER doctors, internal medicine, neurology. It's really been focusing on the precision pain management, and I just came out of a great cause of a pro-con debate for the different areas. Should we trial or not trial stims? How much steroids should we use? How minimally invasive procedures should we go? The opiate guidelines, I just really feel it's an all-encompassing conference so far that's just talking about the direction of the future of pain management. I don't know what you feel, John. Yeah, Jarno, why don't you talk a little bit about what you've seen today? Absolutely. And then I would like to put a plug for the medical education, the educators masterclass that took place yesterday, which is phenomenal. But yeah, yeah there have right. been some great PBLDs. I think about like Dr. Hunt's, you know, talk on uh, nutrition and chronic low back pain. I think about Steve Cohen's talk about nosoplastic pain. Uh, Dr. Kolodny gave the talk too about really differentiating where your low back pain is coming from versus discogenic, multifidus, or your location. There have been some phenomenal talks and I'm looking forward to more. And it's just nice to see everybody back here again and yeah. we're in New Orleans so yeah. no complaints. Ryan Ryan has been in charge of all of our social media efforts and has done a great job with that and um, I, Ryan how, what has your meeting been like so far? Tell I, me where I, you've gotten to I love to the, the ambiance the atmosphere has been you know electrifying um, I see a lot of energy so I'm very passionate about education as well and yeah. uh, and the residents and fellows um, I've seen so many residents and fellows here this is our first time we are bringing back the the cadaver course to Azra um, so we did that yesterday. Um, today, I just I just got back from um, a, the, our first, you know, fellows and residents quiz bowl. Yeah, I was saw a, part of yeah, that. That was great. It was it was amazing. They're and very competitive. And, and they're it, competitive. It got competitive totally. very fast. They were totally. all nice for a little while. Yes, totally. And then when there was something on the line, they said they yeah. got a prize at the end. All of a sudden, everybody's oh, yeah. you know hairs on their Everybody back prickled that, up that and discounted membership. So, yeah, um, that was a good good yeah. motivator so there. It's a great motivator. It's a great learning opportunity. It brings all the fellows from other programs together. Um, so yeah, I think a lot well, of fellows, residents, and med students and were med there. Students. So we actually had Correct. people of all different uh, learning levels. Yes, it's super enthusiastic there, and sure. and um, really excited about being part of this organization, but also um, growing with this organization down the road. Totally so. agree. Yeah, I like all the additions that have been been made to this meeting. You know, a lot of new things. You know, um, and also to your point, uh, Gary, you, you mentioned bringing all the specialties together. You know, PM and R neurology. You know, historically in pain medicine field, it's always been anesthesia trained and PM&R, but you know, we're seeing neurology and also we had some ER um, medicine physicians um, and residents come through our cadaver course. So I thought that was very impressive. So that's fantastic. You know, learning from all from each other for all these specialties. So one of the talks I went to this morning, uh, uh, Gary, you mentioned precision pain that um, the really the 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 uh, focus on personalized precision pain using uh, both psychological evaluation, 
um, and um, biomarkers and uh, testing, evaluation. Um, getting to your point, Jarno, that you were talking about earlier, there's all these therapies now. How does Precision Pay pay into your practice? How do you guys incorporate that when you're trying to give the right therapy to the right patient so that we're not just throwing the same thing at everyone? Because that seems to be a hot topic at this meeting. Absolutely. One treatment does not fit all. So I think a lot of time should be spent understanding, learning about the pros and cons of every treatment available on the market, and then choosing it specifically for your patient. And I think that is something that Azure can offer, is information about everything, all inclusive, including neuromodulation, which was a great addition to see this year. Uh, but just to really look at the pros and cons and really choose your patients carefully. Uh, there have been some great poster sessions I went to talking about complications or rare cases yeah. that really speak to why we need precision medicine. Yeah, these uh, are not benign procedures. There's, no. there's some at risk, especially when you get to the procedural areas, but even the medications and other things all have their own associated risk with them. Absolutely. And, um, and uh, Gary, you want to talk a little bit about um, the practice management. You guys have you've done a lot of work with the private practice group, so. talking about how to educate people about being a, a practicing professional. So we had a great private practice SIG, so everyone is listening. It's free for all as members. You can join. Where We had a great turnout today on our SIG meeting today and looking forward to one at the spring meeting. Actually, the conversation continued an hour after the SIG meeting because wow. people were talking about their different practices, how to improve our reimbursements, how to improve our patient care, how to have access to care for our patient, which is the biggest thing. We have all these different treatments and technologies, but how do we offer them to our patients? Because we're not all at Mayo where everything <laughs> might get covered. We have to be able to give this to our patients. And I think another important part of the meeting is not only all the specialties and the different treatments is in addition to the personalized care, there was a pre-med student had a poster today about sleep and pain and how their pain is controlled and how their wow. sleep and how they function. And that's where I think the future is, is like functionality. Yeah. Are our patients improving? Because it's hard. Yeah. Do you have pain? I have pain when I wake right. up some days, but what's right. a pain score? Are they walking hey. more? Are they standing more? Are they sleeping more? And I think as the technology improves, as our research improves, we're going to have personalized care for each patient. So your care is going to be different than my care, and hopefully we'll both right. be happy. Right, right. And and we want to make sure that we're good judicial uses, users of the medical system and delivering, if it's a high-cost treatment, it's to the right patient so that they're actually getting the value out of it. If we're indiscriminate about the use, then those treatments are going to go away. We're not even going to have those as options for the patients that could have benefited from them. I, um, one thing I also want to emphasize, uh, Gary, before I go to Ryan here, is that, um, we're good, thank you, um, is that uh, they always want to offer us appetizers during this interview. I, I, I think may, that we I seem like we need one over there. Yeah, I know. Next time we'll, we'll pick one up. They look great. So um, uh, Dave Provenzano, president of the society, talks about the three pillars of the society, research, education, and then the third one that's relatively new to the organization is advocacy. And Gary's got uh, done a really great job of representing us through the American Medical Association, which we now have seats on, where we can advocate and represent the interests of our membership to policy, um, to CPT code generation, to reimbursement rates through RUC. Um, talk briefly about so that we and make how, a why that's so important. So Azure Pain Medicine has currently two seats at the American Medical Station. We are in the house of medicine. So it's every specialty. There's a resident section, a medical student section, 
and different societies have different seats. ASRA is personally in part of the private practice group. We're part of the mobility caucus with different surgical societies. We partner with the American Societies of Anesthesiologists. So the American Medical Association is truly the house of medicine. And we get to interact with policymakers. We get to help provide codes and CPT codes for procedures to get covered and help guide how the American Medical Association and the American medical system will provide care to our patients. So it's important, cheap plug, the more ASR members that are AMA members, the yeah. more seats we get, the bigger say that we have. And as we continue to be members of the society and the association, we could caucus with different subspecialty societies to promote our agenda. And a lot of our surgical partners, our anesthesia partners, our PM&R neurology partners all have the same goal. It's improving patient access and offering them more precision care. And we have been working directly with the ASA, who has more seats at the AMA, and they look to our, our, our society as the source of information and guidance on pain management, regional anesthesia, and all the reimbursement and CPT and policies that go with that. So the more that our members are growing, the bigger that voice at the ASA, the bigger that voice at the AMA, and finally the needs that our members have will get represented in that environment. And so it's really important to be a member of this society, be a member of ASA, be a member of the AMA, because all of that boosts our voice in those environments. Yes, the larger voice we have at the AMA is the larger voice we can give to the, pol the political system in the country. We can get in front yeah. of the senators, the House of Representatives, right. and that's more treatments that we can offer our patients, which I think is right. the primary goal, right. is why we do all this advocacy. Obviously, we like to get paid for our procedures, but it's what we can offer our patients, which is the most important. Yeah. Hey, Jarno, you want to grab some of the residents and stuff Absolutely. over there? Absolutely. Let me See grab See if we can recruit Humira, some of them over Sean. here. Ibrahim. You guys, come on over. Come on over. Uh, first, we got our University of Arkansas I'm going to squeeze everybody in. We've got the so camera here, recording yes, right so over here. This is Raj Gupta. Here. And come on over. Oh, we got so I, we're just recording right over yes, here? Yes, we are. So, hey, how are you guys? So you want to do your introductions and tell people who you are, where you're from a little yeah, bit? Yeah, sure. I'm Caroline Varlata. I'm in. from New York. I'm at Mount Sinai Hospital for PM&R. And next year, I'll be starting fellowship at Mount Sinai Western Morningside Excellent. in New York as well. Good yeah. for you. Yeah, congratulations. Hey. Thank you. Uh, I'm Sean Shoham. I'm a CA2 at the University of Arkansas in Little Rock, and I'm currently applying to pay medicine and enjoying my time at ASRA. Okay. Come in closer as you guys come in. That yeah. field of view is a little awesome. narrow, so here. My name is Ibrahim Samurai. I'm a third year PMR resident at UAMS, Little Rock, Arkansas. I'm excited to be at ASRA. Excellent. And come in a little closer so they can see you. Hi, I'm Homera Salim. I'm one of the CA2 at University of Arkansas, Little Rock. Anesthesia, hoping to apply pain fellowship and match there. Excellent. And come in a little bit closer. Yeah, we've got a narrow view here, so there we go. Good. Hello, my name is Susanna Budyab. I'm a third year PMNR resident at UAMS in Little Rock. Um, I'm planning to apply pain, and I'm happy to be here today at ASRA. So awesome. Thank you guys all for being here. Tell me a little bit about you just got out of the quiz bowl. This was your brainchild, right? Yes, yes. So, so, so how did that, how did the quiz bowl go? It, it seemed, it seemed really heated after you guys got started. Yeah, definitely after we got started, it was heated. We had an excellent turnout. Yeah. But especially after we kind of recapped and said, this is the place, like he was, who was in first place, second place. People really got into it and wanted to either <laughs> redeem themselves or hold the title. Well, I think you're set up for next year to really uh, uh, set the expectation and people are going to come prepared next year to, to even be more competitive. So 
I think it's going to be great. Yeah, definitely. I hope so. We hope to have even more people participate next year. So the enthusiasm amongst the residents and fellows, uh, it always impresses me. You guys are um, so energetic. You haven't even gotten into the specialty yet. What is it at this meeting that's exciting to you to see? Well, as you said, it's exciting to see other people who are so excited about paid medicine, all the innovations, all the posters being presented by people like me, residents like me, fellows a couple years away, uh, and being able to network with all the wonderful pain, progr uh, pain programs. All, the, all these attendings, all these pain directors are a big reason about why we're so excited about pain medicine. So I'm just really grateful for the opportunity to uh, meet them and uh, explore all these programs here. Well, we're excited to see what you guys are going to be doing in the future. Have you been to any of the talks that are really stimulating to you? I know sometimes it's it's more overwhelming information because we're talking high level, but is there something that's really jumped out to you during the this meeting? This morning's session was amazing, especially about the VR and using that to help relieve pain. I was yeah. instantly texting my family, like, okay, this is something we have to explore, how we can bring it to our programs. That's and, you great. Know, when I go to pain medicine, I would love to utilize that in my practice as well and improve upon that. I think that augmented reality, virtual reality is going to be really important in the I future. Think it would be. And I remember seeing things a long time ago, even where they were using uh, cold visualization in virtual reality to reduce burn patients' perception of pain during wound changes. Most and so that was. 10, 12 years ago, and the technology is just getting faster and more advanced. I think it's going to be interesting to see from a patient's perspective, but then also from a provider's perspective, when we're doing procedures, having that augmented information to really uh, enhance our procedural skills. So. Most definitely, but given that our next generation is much more technologically savvy, hey, we have to keep you're up this, with Hey, you're the next generation. Oh, what next generation are one. you talking about? There's one after us right From now. From my perspective, like you are the next generation. No. We're counting on you guys to do this yeah. stuff. Talk about those 15-year-olds who cannot look out <laughs> from TikTok. <laughs> so um, have you guys seen much with artificial intelligence or um, discussion about that at this meeting? Um, I, I only thing I saw that with AI was using AI to help interpret data and just crunch like large amounts of data um, in, in research studies. But that's kind of the only part that I heard about it. Are you guys using that in your uh, education at any point? Has that come up? ChatGPT and all that stuff? Is that already in your it's life? It's not really ingrained in our curriculum uh, to say, but uh, we, I personally have used ChatGPT to help with research projects. Um, and I use it like just around in clinical duties, especially when I'm writing letters for people to, so we, you know, we do a lot of inpatient rehab. Yeah. Um, so on the pediatric side, I use ChatGPT to write letters to schools or. Oh, interesting. Uh, just on behalf of patients to get more accommodations for usually for school. That's when I use it most of the time. We're actually currently working on a special interest group that's going to be hopefully fully formalized soon. That. Um, will be on uh, artificial intelligence. So if people are interested in like where that's going to fit into all of this, because I, I have a project we're working on at our institution on um, using uh, art of machine learning to try to evaluate the best way to schedule patients in the operating room so yeah. that the PACU times are more uh, overlapping and not overwhelmed, okay. you know, so that we don't drag late into the night. We haven't started that project yet, but I'm really curious to see if we can actually pull that off and then the second part is convincing people to listen to us afterwards, but that's two steps of uh, show them the cost savings. Yeah, it's all about <laughs> efficiency, volume, and cost, right? Yeah. So good. Well, I'm so Thank glad so that much. you guys are here. Hopefully, we see you guys at all the meetings coming yes. forward. Um, it, it makes us really excited as members of the board, members that 
have been coming for I've been coming to this meeting for 17 years. So it's exciting to see you guys come into your first couple and hopefully many, many more in the future. So thank you. Thank good you to so meet much. you guys. Thank you. thank you for coming. Thank you for thank chatting you. with me. And you guys have a wonderful meeting. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Gary, you want to come in? Thank you for coming. Yeah, thank you. So this was, um, I'm just so excited to see the residents and fellows and med students and their enthusiasm. I think that, um, you know, that's really where we're going to get all the bang for our buck in the near future. That was some of the most enthusiasm at the private practice SIG today is people were finishing their fellowship or going yeah. into pain management to look at the future because that's what we need. At the posters today, half of them that I at least moderated today yeah. were actually medical students. So they weren't oh, even really? in a residency yet. So they're deciding yeah. between anesthesia, PM&R, neurology, but with a focus on pain yeah. is how they want to get there. So that was exciting. And I still can't believe I even had pre-med students getting posters right. because they want to go to this. I think the population is aging. Yeah. A lot of people are in pain. A lot of people experience pain daily. So yeah. we need different and better treatments to yeah. improve care for our patients. Right. I think that the emphasis on the new trainees, getting them the uh, didactic information, the procedural training, the professional training, and then the ability to be a member and an active participant in this society, I think is critical to making this society vibrant and making us unique amongst many of the other opportunities out there. I've heard such positive feedback. They had the Association of Pain Program Directors here yeah. yesterday running the course yeah. with the fellows and the residents about different training, new training, new procedures, yeah. how to get the appropriate training, because we want our fellows appropriately trained so they can ask, they can offer our patients the appropriate care. I'm just, this space between chronic pain, interventional pain, the new procedures, transitional pain, just the amount that we could offer since the start of our career and how ASRA is helping the growth yeah. is so important for just the future, just not only of our society, but just like the specialty Our country, the specialty, and how yeah. we can help patients. Like we're all getting older. Yeah, we all want. Yeah, we need mobility. these people trained for us down the road. Unfortunately, well, I want to well, thank everybody for joining us today. This has uh, already been a fantastic meeting, um, and then we've got another full day. So you're going to hear a lot more if you follow on social media at, at hashtag AzraFall23. You can find all the content there, and then come to the spring meeting. It's going to be in San Diego next year. Beautiful um, weather. Yeah, beautiful weather in the spring in San Diego. And those abstract submissions are actually open for next year's spring meeting. So check that out on azra.com. Again, thank you everybody for joining us and we will see you at the next Azra meeting. Have a good day.